Look who we caught up with here on this bike ride out here in Waterdown. We're here at uh, Marco Canella's house. We've got Josh Long. Great to see you, dude. Uh, how you doing? Good, man. Uh, just uh, working, living a full-time life of friggin' uh, not racing dirt bikes anymore and just uh, making uh, money landscaping and snowplowing in the winter kind of thing and still enjoying getting out bicycling with Marco the odd time for a little bit of uh, good sweat. All right, well, let's back it up here. Uh, highlight of your career kind of thing. Looking back at the old number 92, uh, I've got lots of photos of you back in the old archives. Yeah. Give us a highlight of your riding. Motocross racing. No, you know what? I, I was always just a big gopher dunes. I was a sand guy, so I always enjoyed the freaking sand riding and everything like that. And uh, didn't really have too much crazy luck at Walton Transcan. I think I had a couple seconds and stuff like that in the, inter in the junior class. And then, unfortunately, before my uh, intermediate year, I had a big crash at... Uh, I think it was Moto Park, and I never got to race my final intermediate year because I pointed out in the intermediate class, so they kicked me out of the pro class at six, at fifty. At, at, I mean, the intermediate class at sixteen, kind of thing. So I never really got to shine in my uh, intermediate year at Walton, unfortunately. Okay, now if, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you went to the uh, off-road world after that. That's correct. I went to the off-road world, and it kind of just came naturally to me, kind of thing. I, my dad used to always take me down to uh, <clears throat> Turkey Point, and I used to always train in the woods down there. So after I kind of had a couple serious injuries in the motocross kind of thing, I jumped into the off-road world and seemed to click. So the next thing you know, I was uh, winning there and uh, ended up signing a contract with KTM and uh, riding with them for a couple years in the off-road racing. Okay, okay. Well, we're talking highlights. Give us a highlight of that uh, that situation. Oh, uh, well, I guess a couple of uh, Canadian championships in the off-road <laughs> off racing kind of thing. And uh, yeah, no, I kind of would say I did dominate that a lot with my years that I was in the off-road racing. And then I don't, just the money wasn't really there kind of thing and sponsorships fell through kind of thing. And I should have ran down to the States into the GNCCs, but instead I just... Uh, Guess got into the working more lifestyle and just having a little bit more fun of a laid back kind of thing and not twisting the throttle. Okay, well I know you uh, you did say you're still riding some, but uh, what year are we talking? What uh, what year did you kind of hang that up and then uh, what did it you do? It would have been probably around 23, and then uh, my dad and I kind of had he kind of helped me out with getting a little bit of a landscape business going and uh, mostly in the snow plowing in the winter. So and uh, so my summers I usually I mean I'll work two or three days of the week and then uh freaking all bicycle and dirt bike a lot still and kind of enjoy my life okay so you're in the snow plowing and stuff like that that means uh no holidays for you in the winter uh it doesn't really snow too much here in uh in brantford i guess, I guess luckily right. it's uh contract work oh, okay, i wouldn't good. be making much money <laughs> all right so that keeps you busy full time yeah. and now uh we got to talk about it i talked to uh, marco about this too on our little uh, interview we just did but uh Dude, you uh, you turned into a cyclist. You killed it. Was it was it called Rattlesnake Hill? Rattlesnake Hill. Yeah, no, me and him, uh, we went at it on that last year, and uh, I got the better half of him last year by a little bit, and then uh, we both were kind of training all winter kind of thing. So we went at it today, and uh, I might have walked away from him a little bit, and I think he's still out cycling right now, giving giving her a go so that he can uh, get me next time maybe. Yeah. See, so you got him mentally on that climb, yeah. but now he thinks he's getting you because he's out there doing an extra yeah, fifty. Yeah, I might have to go out there for a fifty k tonight <laughs> tonight after dinner. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's really good to catch up with you. Good to uh, good to see you're out there healthy and still doing stuff and awesome. uh, loving it on the bikes and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to thank any people, or do you want to say hi to anyone? Uh, no, just uh, frig. Maybe we'll see you guys at a national. Maybe this year, if I can get a get a two two fifty two stroke uh, by by the Gopher Dunes National, I've been taught. Marco has been really trying to drag me into coming out and doing a national. So I'm trying to find a two fifty two stroke so I can 
line up in a 250 class. Oh, cool, man. Now, what, uh, you wouldn't be able to get the 92, so what number would be your second choice? Uh, 792, probably. 792. And Apex would probably be helping me out. They've always been kind of behind me this whole time. Oh, it's a cool story, man. Hopefully, we'd, uh, hopefully we see you there. Hopefully, yep. that you can make that work. I've got a two-stroke for you if you want to. Ah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call people's bluff and get, yeah. offer up my two-stroke. But, uh, <laughs> hey, man, well, really good, uh, great cycling with you. That was a lot of fun. Awesome. Glad to see you doing well, and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon. Sounds good, buddy.